listening to Beyond the Game. I love you guys. Love the program. You're already famous in Rochester, but watch out world. It's a faith-based sports radio program. That's the dumbest thing I could think of. I love everything about it. The, the, the beards, the handshakes. That just means I'm never leaving my kids alone with you. The ladies are digging my sweet bass. We would be honored if you would join us. Along with Zach Barletta, I'm Rick Benson. Welcome in, everybody, to the Beyond the Game program. Very glad and very honored to have you with us as well. You can find us at btgprogram.com or at btgprogram. Beyond the Game is a radio ministry talking sports with a faith-based view of things. Just a couple guys who love sports, love the Lord, blessed with an opportunity to talk a bit about both. Cooped up at home, no sports to watch, can't gather with our brothers and sisters in Christ to worship. And yet we're going to sit here and we're going to try to talk about sports. I'm sure you've noticed that sports talk radio, sports television is struggling for content. Yeah, We're used to being able to watch something, even if it's not the game you want. Maybe it's not even the sport you want, but there's always something for us to turn to. But what we have now, what we're going through now is the dark side of the moon. The biggest story of the year, maybe the biggest story in several years is Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. Tom Brady worth hugs. But as big a story as that is, normally there'd be so many other things to talk about that they would talk about it for a few days and the media would move on. Sure, they'd come Mm -hmm. back to it from time to time to fill time, but talk show hosts wouldn't need to talk about yesterday's game. They'd want to talk about the upcoming game, the Mm -hmm. NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs and such. But it's been a few weeks now and they're still talking about it and really who cares at this point yeah, there's just nothing happening i mean we were we were this close to becoming a tiger king podcast for a little while <laughs> now it might be the great equalizer i suppose the lack of things to talk about that is i mean even the top names in sports talk radio are flat out boring which makes them really no different from us <laughs> but then again in an attempt to find something anything to talk about There are some lines that are being crossed. Some things are being brought together, which previously would have been unimaginable. And for some, such as our guy Barletta, the result is glorious. I think it's fabulous. Every value I've ever held is being questioned, and I'm loving it. ESPN recently did a segment that united Zach's love for sports with his interest in the weird and the unexplained. Never before would we have imagined that ESPN, The sports leader would dedicate precious airtime to a segment about a Sasquatch calling competition somewhere in upstate New York. Oh, yeah. Now, you have to wonder if based on the success Netflix is having with the the nut jobs on that Tiger King, Mm -hmm. is ESPN going to turn these Adirondack crazies into some sort of documentary series? We can only hope so. I thought Bigfoot was a Pacific Northwest thing. And now he's in, what was it, Whitehall, New York? Whitehall, New York. Who moves to New York? <laughs> that just says something about the creature's intelligence. Nobody moves to New York. You move away from New York. Also, how do you call a Bigfoot? How do you call a Bigfoot? This is all based... Well, if you watched the clip, you would know. Well, I did see the clip. And <laughs> what struck me was this is all based on the memory of some guy from an encounter that he says he had back yeah, in the mid-70s. Yeah. The judge of the competition every year is just some guy who saw a Bigfoot once and heard the call, <laughs> according according to him. Yeah, this is what I remember it sounded like. 
40 years ago. 40 it's literally, years ago. They said 40 years it's been. <laughs> this dude heard a Bigfoot, and their whole competition now is this guy judging your Bigfoot calls. It's fantastic. How bored are we as a society that there are people practicing their Sasquatch calls? Have you been practicing yours? I practiced it in the car on the way here, and I oh. got to tell you, it's not great. Oh, we got to have it, though. Okay. Are you ready for this? Here we I go. Ladies here we go. and gentlemen. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I have to give it a shot. Um, yours was very good. Here, go, here goes my attempt at Sasquatch calling. Never tried before. So here we go. <laughs> you know, people, My this studio is in the basement of my house here mm -hmm. my wife is probably upstairs wondering what in the world are they doing recording <laughs> this stupid radio program on the flip side she knows the type of stuff that you and i enjoy she probably knows exactly what we're <laughs> doing down here i mean seriously we have cabin fever this is unprecedented this is not just the off season of your favorite sports this is mm -hmm. no sports yeah. and on top of it no movies no entertainment no going out for dinner no well, supposedly no social gatherings at all. It's not exclusive to sports. The president expressed hope that we could have churches open for Easter. It was hopeful. But man, they were all over him. Yeah, like, can't have that. What are you talking about Easter? You shouldn't be saying that. It, it, I'm hoping. Why can't we hope? Yes, have a plan in case that doesn't work out. But we're hoping. Sports talk hosts were critical. Oklahoma State, I don't know if you saw it, their football coach, uh, Mike Gundy said this week his goal is to return to the football building May 1st. He's hoping they can have enough tests that their assistant coaches or support staff, even the players, can be tested and begin coming to practice. Mm -hmm. And people were all over it. But he can hope, can he? Yeah. Yes, let's plan for May 1st. Let's hope this happens. It may not. Who knows? He even said it might get backed up a couple of weeks. But we're hopeful. What's wrong with people? Why can't they be hopeful? Yeah, if that happens, if he's right, that means that as a country, we're in a much better place and things are looking way better. We should all be hoping for that. Yeah, I'm hoping it may not happen. I'm hoping that we can be out and about May 1st. May not happen, but I'm hopeful. There's a great verse in Romans, which in talking about the marks of a true believer in Christ is terrific advice for facing current circumstances. Romans 12, 12 says, Rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. We can rejoice in hope, and as we hope, we persevere as we continue going through our current struggles. Hope helps us stay strong. Being able to rejoice in hope is not at all the same thing as rejoicing only in results. So many people, they, they have to have the results in order to be grateful, to be thankful, to have joy. You see, believers in Christ don't need results because hope is assured already in Jesus Christ. For a believer in Jesus, hope is ultimately rewarded with eternal life with him. Hope is possible when you cling to the promises of God, knowing that however this thing we're going through turns out, even if it doesn't turn out, for those who have placed their hope in Christ, deliverance from sin and suffering and pain, well, it's already been established. The simple fact is none of us are perfect. We've all done things we're ashamed of and have sinned against God, we need God to forgive us of our sins if we're going to be with him in heaven one day. That's hope. 
being forgiven of sins and knowing that heaven awaits when the time comes. None of us are righteous, and even the good things we do are discredited because of our sinfulness. Isaiah 64, 6 says, But we are all as an unclean thing, and our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. This weekend, we celebrate events which provide us hope. Jesus' death on the cross and his resurrection three days later. Jesus died on the cross to pay the penalty of your sins. The only acceptable payment for sin, well, it's already been paid for you. John chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But even though that sacrifice has already taken place, you must accept the payment on your behalf. My giving you 20 bucks is only good if you accept the 20 bucks. The Bible says that if we confess our sins to God, we ask him to forgive us, he will indeed forgive us. 1 John 1, 9 says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I hope that you would consider praying to God admitting to him your sin and guilt. Romans 10.13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Tell him that you believe he died on the cross for you, that he was buried and rose again. That's what Easter's all about. Ask God to forgive you of your sins. Once God changes you, something about our sin bothers us because we know those sins are things which Christ died so that we might be forgiven of. What I'm saying is stay persistent in prayer, especially in asking God to help you in repenting from sin. If you've asked God to forgive you and have placed your faith in him, you need help. No, I don't, I don't mean like that. What I mean is that we need each other to keep us encouraged in our struggles against sin. Believers need community with other believers. Get plugged into a Bible-believing church and with other Christians who can help you in your walk with Christ. As always, if there's anything that we can do to help, perhaps just asking us to pray for you, please let us know. You can reach out to us through our website, btgprogram.com. Along with Zach Barletta, I'm Rick Benson. This is the Beyond the Game Program. This is the Red Hawks Recap, brought to you by Roberts Wesleyan College. And while there's not much to talk about this week, I do want to invite you to take part in the Red Hawks Golf Scramble coming up later this year. We've talked about hope on the program, and we're hoping to be back out doing the things we love sooner than later. So if one of those things is golf, make plans now as Roberts Wesleyan College will host its 13th annual Red Hawks Golf Scramble on July 20th at Mill Creek Golf Club. And by making plans now, if you register before May 1st, the cost is only $99. Support the athletics program at Roberts Wesleyan College and sign up today. To sign up, visit their website, which, by the way, you can stay up to date with all the Roberts Wesleyan athletics news at that site, robertsredhawks.com, and you can add them to your list of follows on Twitter, at RWC Redhawks. This has been the Red Hawks Recap presented by Roberts Wesleyan College. Do you know an athlete whose participation in athletics is vital to their college choice? Then consider telling them about Roberts Wesleyan College. Hi, I'm Dr. Dina Porterfield, president of Roberts. We field 17 varsity sports and offer the only NCAA D2 program in Greater Rochester. Our teams have won six conference titles and reached three NCAA national championship appearances. 
Help the athlete you know to take their game to the next level. Visit roberts.edu. As the nation's doctor, I often get asked, what should I do if I think I might have coronavirus? People who are sick should stay home. You don't go to an emergency room. You don't go to a clinic. You get on the phone and you ask for advice and instructions from your physician. We don't want you to go into the ER or the doctor's office without talking to them first because you might spread coronavirus to someone else. Please visit coronavirus.gov for more information. Community is all about people coming together to serve one another and help one another. And what a great example during this crisis by showing an act of kindness with a care pack from Rock Cares, which in turn helps keep local businesses and workers working and serving their community. Visit rockcares.info and choose from two fresh and delicious packages. Send one to yourself and one to someone who you want to know just how much you appreciate them. Plus, with every package purchased, a gift bag with fresh fruit and a healthy snack will be delivered to medical professionals on the front lines of this COVID virus. Visit rockcares.info, that's R-O-C-Cares.info, or call them at 585-775-7520. rockcares.info, neighbors helping neighbors. Welcome back in. The program is recorded in the BTG studio in Rochester, New York, but it's heard all around the world via podcast. Last week, the program was downloaded in Madison, Alabama, among many other locations around the United States and internationally as well. The Rocket City Trash Pandas, the AA affiliate of the Los Angeles Angels, will begin making their new home in Madison once the season begins, whenever that is. The Trash Pandas are one of those minor league teams. You know, some of them, they, they just sell merchandise. They got a good logo. They got a good name. And this is one of those teams. They wrote, relocated from Mobile, where they were the Mobile Bay Bears. And their website says they sold over $2 million in merchandise in the first 13 months following the name change. Well, yeah, nobody cares about the Mobile Bay Bears, but the Rocket City Trash Pandas are amazing. I can't believe I don't have all their swag already. Madison, Alabama seems to have a connection to the Detroit Lions somehow. Running back Kerryon Johnson graduated from Madison Academy before playing at Auburn and becoming the Lions' second-round draft pick in 2018. Kerryon's brother Karen also graduated from Madison Academy. He plays professional basketball in Romania, I think. Another member of the Detroit Lions just signed this week, Reggie Ragland. Zach, you'll know the name, former, former Buffalo Bill. Bill, also from Madison, Alabama. And Atlanta Braves pitcher Grant Dayton attended Bob Jones High School in Madison. He also went on to college at Auburn. To all of you listening in Madison, Alabama, we thank you for joining us. We thank you for downloading the podcast. And wherever it is you're listening from, however it is you're listening to the program, we thank you as well. Here now is Zach Barletta to take us through this week's shenanigan statements. All right, number one. Now that we've been at home for a few weeks with no sports whatsoever, your opinion on holding games in empty stadiums has changed. Oh, good night, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, absolutely. At first, I really didn't want to see games without fans. It would be weird. The excitement, the response of the crowd is all part of the experience. But, yes, I've changed my mind. I'd be thrilled to just be able to watch a game. I could get by without cr the crowd temporarily. I, obviously, I prefer the crowd. Mm -hmm. uh, just just give us back a little part of normal uh, of what whatever normal's going to look like when we come out of the other end of this. Yes, I changed my mind. Absolutely agree. Um I wasn't a big fan of it beforehand. We talked about it on the show I think when it was first floated, but we we just need something. We yes. need something to watch 
I mean, if if there was if there was a fantasy Sasquatch call league that I could play in this week, I would be playing in it <laughs> because like we, we just we need content. I mean, since NFL free agency week when we had all the big trades and the big signings and stuff, there was an explosion of content. And since then, I mean, it's nothing. It's you know. It, this NFL player misbehaved off the field this week or, you know, this happened or whatever, but it's, we just need something. I, I, I got to have games. I'm sure you're the same way uh, at this point. I don't care who's watching. I don't care who it is. I'd watch the Orioles and the Marlins just to have baseball. Give me something. Yeah. My wife and I have a koi pond in the back of our house and we're throwing food, fish food in there just so we can bet on which fish is going to hit the surface first. <laughs> There's nothing going on. That's similar to what I'm doing. I, I have not fished in probably decades, but I've spent a bunch of money on equipment. I'm taking up fishing because it's going to be me versus the fish. i got to have some competition somewhere. <laughs> Number two, CBS Sports this week ranked the Bills' acquisition of wide receiver Stephon Diggs at number nine in a list of ten worst NFL offseason moves. Truth or shenanigans, such a statement is little more than clickbait. What do you think? I think everything coming out right now is clickbait. Yeah. There's nothing happening. But look, this is an an offense that needed that elite player, the elite option for Josh Allen to help him take the next step, to let John Brown be a number two receiver and Cole Beasley be more of an outlet in the slot. They did what they needed to do. Any wide receiver that the Bills were going to hope to draft in this draft, they were going to hope that that guy eventually is as productive as Stephon Diggs already is. He's 26 years old on a team-friendly contract. There's literally no downside here. So, uh, yeah, it's clickbait. The Bills, I don't know what they have to do to get some credit in the national media. I guess it's going to have to be win the Super Bowl, but it was a great move. The Bills are on the upswing. The division is theirs for the taking. I don't know what they're talking about at CBS. Yeah, I agree. It was clickbait. Here's what happens, and you know this, that they put these – they'll do these rankings, these polls – and they'll put some things in there that are obviously just outrageous to get people talking about mm-hmm. it. And and that's what this is. Hey, come on. I read the article. Their case was the Bills gave up a lot. And they did. This is a wide receiver rich draft. Mm-hmm. They could have got somebody. But here's the thing. After the first, what would you say, 10, 12 picks, there are no sure things. Right. And, you know, and even above that sometimes, mm-hmm. there are no sure things. At least you know what you're getting with Stephon Diggs. And this is clickbait. That's ridiculous. Number three, the NBA is trying to come up with a plan to televise its star players in games of horse. To their shenanigans, it's genius marketing, and other leagues should find ways to get their stars back on TV. Shenanigans. I I know your diehard fans are going to watch, and maybe some curiosity seekers will look in briefly, but stop. I'm starved for sports coverage, and I have no interest in something like this. (laughs) I'm actually the complete opposite of you, so that's good. I agree. I'm so desperate for anything. Like, I already said I would watch the Orioles and Marlins play. This game of horse might be more entertaining than that would be. If you if you want to give me Major League players playing each other on MLB The Show on their PlayStations, or give me NFL players playing each other in Madden, just give me something to watch where I can see what these guys are up to, get some kind of sports content. I know the Yes Network has been playing through the Yankees' schedule on MLB The Show and posting the entire game, video game, to be watched. And I have watched some of them. (laughs) Like, I would watch this if it were a thing. Just give me something. I'd watch the neighborhood kid play horse because there's a good chance he's going to miss it. You got NBA (laughs) players, they're never going to miss. The game's going to go on forever. What you got to do is have trick shots, like be shooting from the second row or, you know, sitting on somebody's shoulders and shooting. You got to have, like, trick shots and stuff, I think. 
Number four, without live sports, many networks are airing classic games from the past and esports competitions, and clearly you care about either one. Well, you know I don't, so yeah. what do you think? I, I could not give a rip about the esports competitions, never have. I don't care what some 18-year-old from China is doing in his video game. I just don't care. I care about the athletes on the teams that I root for. Um, with that said, you know, I've tried to watch some of the classic games, and I think for me, knowing what happens in the game makes me less interested in mm -hmm. watching it for two or three hours. You know, what, I'll sit and watch a game go 18 innings or whatever if it's actually happening in real time because I don't know how it ha how it ends and I've got to see watching a game from 1996 like all right it's cool but I could watch this in a 30 second highlight clip I don't have to watch the whole game for three hours so I'm not interested yeah I agree I'm not interested either there there's something about watching sports live mm -hmm. I, I mean for me anyway I'm not interested in a tape delay or a rebroadcast now every once in a while I may be interested in watching a classic game from many years ago and that's probably just to see the old uniforms, the old players, the old television graphics. But it's like bowling for me. Mm -hmm. Every couple of years, I think, well, this might be fun. But more than that, <laughs> absolutely not. And esports, I'm just too old and too bitter to allow myself to enjoy something like that. Get off my lawn. I got to say, though, I would kill to go bowling right about now. That's going to do it for shenanigans. But when we come back, we're going to close out this week's show with our You Like That segment. Stick around for something encouraging out of the world of sports. I'm Benson. He's Barletta. This is the Beyond the Game radio program. Community is all about people coming together to serve one another and help one another. What a great example during this crisis by showing an act of kindness with a care pack from Rock Cares, which in turn helps keep local businesses and workers working and serving their community. Visit rockcares.info and choose from two fresh and delicious packages. Send one to yourself and one to someone who you want to know just how much you appreciate them. Plus, with every package purchase, a gift bag with fresh fruit and a healthy snack will be delivered to medical professionals on the front lines of this COVID virus. Visit rockcares.info, that's R-O-C-Cares.info, or call them at 585-775-7520. Rockcares.info, neighbors helping neighbors. Do you know a high school athlete looking for a D2 college? Hi, I'm Dr. Dina Porterfield, president of Roberts Wesleyan College. We're proud to be a serious athletic school with great opportunities for serious athletes. In fact, we have the only Division II athletic program in the area. Our many varsity programs range from basketball, tennis, and cross country to track and field, golf, volleyball, and soccer. Tell the young athlete in your life about Roberts. Visit roberts.edu. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. That's the King James Version of 2 Chronicles 7.14. It was a promise God gave to the nation of Israel. But that promise extends to all believers in Christ because they're part of Abraham's seed. Galatians 3.29 says, And if ye be Christ's, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. That means that the condition of our nation is directly related to the spiritual health of the body of believers across this land. God bless America is in fact, God bless America's believers. God has and God will bless America for the sake of the people he calls his own, Christians.
The time is now, Christian, to return to God. The great people of the United States need you to be praying, worshiping, and seeking after Him. This Sunday, be part of your local Bible-believing church. Contact us here if you need to know a good church in your area. And this Easter, with so many holding online services, you can go anywhere you like, right from the comfort of your own living room. Join me in worshiping this Sunday, and may God bless America. All right, before we close out the show, let's give you our You Like That for the week. Here's a verse I use a lot. It's a terrific verse. Well, I suppose they all are. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16 says, And do not neglect doing good and sharing. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. In the face of this coronavirus health crisis we're all going through, there have been many, many people who have stepped up to the challenge of caring and providing for others, both people of celebrity and notoriety, as well as regular people like you and I. Well, like you anyway, I'm a famous radio host. <laughs> I don't think I miss what you're While we'd like to mention each one publicly, we can't. But if you're listening, we do thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. I will, however, randomly mention some members of the Dallas Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence, Jalen Smith, and Tyrone Crawford, and, and others who have teamed up to raise money and provide meals for law enforcement, medical workers, and other first responders, and helping local businesses who have been hit hard by the effects of COVID-19. They're hiring struggling food trucks and setting up drive through meal distribution sites throughout their community. You can find out more about what they're doing on their website or through Twitter at HotBoysTM. And if you're a gangster like me, you know Hot Boys is spelled with a Z. Hot Boys TM. Pro tip, though, don't just Google Hot Boys because <laughs> you don't want that in your search history for questions to be asked later. That's bad. Okay. All right. Important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. To the Dallas Cowboys is Hot Boys and the many others helping people in their community get through this crisis. You are what I you like that. this week. What I liked this week was the news that the NFL draft is going to continue on schedule starting in two weeks on the 23rd of this month. Look, we talked about it earlier. We're so starved for content. We need fresh news from sports. And really the only example that we've had since this virus got started was free agency week for the NFL. The draft is arguably bigger than that. It's full of hope and promise for franchises that have not had much of that in recent years. And you know, it, it's just going to be fun. It's going to give us several days worth of content. And I've just been looking forward to it so much that the news that the draft is going to happen on schedule, although not necessarily as scheduled, since it's going to be probably a bunch of GMs in their pajamas. Um, <laughs> look, I, I'm just looking forward like to it. I'm that. sure you are as well. Like well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the show. Thanks so much for being with us. Just a quick reminder, the Beyond the Game program is mainly a listener-supported radio ministry. Thanks to all of you who have supported us, helped us to bring the good news of the gospel to sports fans all around the world using Sports Talk Radio. We're asking that you'd continue to keep us in your prayers, and if God lays it on your heart to make a financial contribution to this ministry, that could be a one-time gift, it could be a recurring amount, please visit our website, btgprogram.com. For Zach Barletta, I'm Rick Benson. Lord willing, we'll be back together again next week right here at this same time. Be bold and be great this week, everybody.